Bar Talks Daily, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the wellness industry and all it has to offer with me, Samantha Hale. This week, my guest is none other than Jean-Guy de Gabriac, founder of Tip Touch Wellness and World Wellness Weekend, which is in its third year this year and takes place every September just before the autumn equinox. I'm really excited to be sharing this conversation with you today and I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get started. Thank you so much for uh, your time today, Jean-Guy. I'm really excited to be interviewing you for my podcast. Um, And I really want to focus on um, World Wellness Weekend and also your entry into the industry, really. So this year promises from what I've seen on social media um, and certainly on the website to be the biggest world wellness weekend you know since you founded it was it two years ago now there's now a hundred countries signed up Um, so why did you feel that there was a need to create such an event and why a weekend? Well thank you so so very much Samantha for having me on your podcast thank you truly World Wellness Weekend was indeed um, started two years ago, just in two countries, France and Belgium, and 150 properties joined. That was in September, just before the equinox, because September was a great time for them. There's lots happening uh, before the summer, during the summer, but in September, we're still very far away from Christmas. And usually it's a big time for people to go back uh, to spas, fitness clubs, and hopefully to also get into membership programs and uh, get started on on, uh, healthy resolutions. So it started uh, in France and Belgium very rapidly last year in 2018. It grew to 88 countries with over 600 properties. And very soon we will be reaching that uh, symbolic threshold uh, of 100 countries. We're almost there soon. Hopefully, um, by the time the podcast is, is live, uh, I, I, yes, fingers crossed, uh, we will be there. But yes, from Fiji uh, at sunrise to Hawaii at sunset, uh, from Saturday to Sunday, uh, there are, we're expecting 2,000 properties, venues to organize activities, whether on their premises uh, or outside. Sometimes beauty salons are just too Um, limited in space to really have 10, 20, 30 people. Uh, And usually they um, organize something outside or they um, run a partnership with a nearby restaurant or a nearby yoga studio, dance studio, even sometimes a hotel that doesn't have a spa, Mm -hmm. but uh, is uh, specialized in uh, meetings, incentives and uh, corporate events. And they have seminar rooms. So that's usually what they do. Uh, the the room the, the the facility welcomes the the idea of launching uh, World Wellness Weekend is because we need as uh, men women as many reminders as we can to stay the course of being healthy making healthier choices yeah. and also as spa professionals I believe we need as many reminders as possible to make our teams very special. So World Wellness Weekend is not just about um, showcasing fun, original, 
um, sensational and transformational um, wellness activities, workshops, programs to attract guests or to attract members. If you look at uh, surveys like from Gallup, you'll see that um, 30% of employees, uh, anyone on, on payroll actually, not just employees, but also executives and sometimes managing directors, 30% of anyone on payroll is actively engaged, wanting to participate, bring on uh, new ideas, uh, um, create something special. 50% are disengaged. They'll show up at nine, they'll leave at five, and they'll do a good job, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that no one complains. But will they come up with initiatives, with uh, innovations? Will they walk the extra mile? Mm -hmm. Not really. They are disengaged. 20% yeah. are said to be actively disengaged. Uh, whatever they can do to just trash the reputation of the company they're working for, whatever they can do to stall um, or just derail a, pro a program that would bring them uh, more work, more things to do, they, they, they will do that. So if we focus on the 30% that are really engaged, and if we focus on the first top 25% uh, or half, the first half of those disengaged people, we can bring them into uh, an area where they want to join joyfully, uh, full-heartedly, an activity that, yes, will showcase their talents, but also their passion, what they're absolutely excited about. So this is why we decided to launch that activity. We realized that there are lots of statistics that are very scary from the World Health Organization yeah. about um, non-communicable diseases, um, heart uh, diseases, strokes, uh, cancer, respiratory, diabetes, depression, uh, obesity. This is very scary. And yes, sometimes fear compels people to take action. Mm. We believe with the World Wellness Weekend that actually joy is a bigger driver for people to get ready, show up, participate, and especially come back. Yeah. That's why we, we launched this. And yes, it's getting bigger and bigger every year, uh, especially now with the support of the United Nations. Not exactly the hemicycle where the decisions are made, but you know, there are many, many agencies and uh, institutes working with and for the United Nations. So we are partnering with the United Nations um, Global Sustainability Index Institute, the wow. institute that is working solely on implementing the 17 sustainable development goals that were voted in 2015 by yeah. 193 heads of states. Uh -huh. And number three of the sustainable development goals, also known as SDGs, is good health and well-being for all. This is all about the World Wellness Weekend coming in September 21st and 22nd of 2019. Wow. So, so it's been, you know, for you, I suppose, this year, getting that support from uh, the United Nations has really kind of just allowed you to take it to the next level, hasn't it? Absolutely. Um, last year, the first year in 2017, 30, 35 spa wellness tourism association were on board and supporting, saying, yes, we need an event in September, hopefully a weekend so that for hotels, people can show up on, 
on Friday afternoon and, and leave on, on Sunday. Uh, two days of activities, half board, full board. Um, so 35 associations, uh, almost 45 last year, mm-hmm. including the European Commission uh, participated and supported. Now with the support of the UNGSII, United Nations Global Sustainability Index Institute, it's a whole different ball game. It's yeah. not just properties or hotel groups or leading spa operators like Massage Envy in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have 1,175 massage clinics in the U.S. Um, supporting and joining the World Wellness Weekend in 49 states. They have uh, 1 million members that are either taking a massage or facial every month. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, Massage Envy is not just the, the largest employer of massage therapists in the world, USA and the world, but also the, the one that is providing the, the, the biggest amount of services every month, Sandals in the Caribbean's hammock. Yeah. In, um, in Mexico, Deep Nature in France, uh, Buddha Spas, uh, largest operator in Brazil, and the list goes on and on. So it's not just hotel groups and leading uh, spa operators that are thinking that World Wellness Weekend is a great uh, marketing and communication platform for them. It's also mayors, mayors of touristic cities that are harnessing um, um, the the energy, the creative energy in their town to either position themselves as wellness getaways, wellness destinations to attract more tourists, especially on that weekend in September, just before the equinox, uh, but also as staycations, because a lot of mayors, uh, like the mayor of the city of Naples in Florida, uh, the city of Marseille in French, which is the fourth largest city in, in France, uh, and many others in Argentina, in Brazil, they want to show their constituents that they care for their quality yeah. of life. Yeah. So partnering with the United Nations Global Sustainability Index Institute uh, is also connecting our efforts and our the mayor supporting us, also their program of identifying um, 25 cities and five indigenous communities in the world to make them um, lighthouses of uh, best practices, promoting at least three sustainable development goals. So it's a big, big um, opportunity for spa, beauty, fitness uh, professionals, wellness professionals at large, not just to uh, say that they will participate on World Wellness Weekend and just offer free skin diagnosis or free mini facials or a back massage on a, on a massage chair. This is really nice. Uh, this has been uh, going on for a long time. And is it really newsworthy? Is it really going to catch the attention of bloggers, uh, Instagrammers, influencers, or the media at large? I'm not sure. No. However, um, organizing events that are really catchy um, putting forward the, 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 the talent, the, the passion of the team in, um, in the south of France, in the southwest part of France, instead of just organizing a yoga class, 
there was a sunset yoga class on a terrace organized with a live musician that was playing with a guitar and the music from Andalusia. So it wasn't just a singing bowl or a chanting bowl that was going to be, uh, you know, used to announce the, the beginning and the end of the class, the yoga class. It was live music with gusto and uh, another in uh, in the wine in France uh, decided to organize chair yoga on the big main square of the city so that anyone could join in the city, sit on a chair, no matter what the age, no matter what the physical condition, wow, to do some chair to do some chair yoga yeah. for 45 minutes, open chakras for 45 minutes, and then have a biodynamic wine tasting so that they can also open their taste buds. Uh, That's really inclusive. And it just, it's, it's about balance as well, you know, do some yoga, you know, it's accessible to everyone, as you say, regardless of age or, um, you know, uh, mobility, ability, but also have a glass of wine at the end as well, you know, it's... If possible, organic glass of wine, wait. indeed. And and just a glass, not the bottle, because <laughs> a glass definitely is wellness. The uh, <laughs> the bottle is, is something else. But a spa, um, a spa and beauty salon in Milan, Italy, uh, didn't have a lot of space. However, they were very happy to introduce a brand new organic nail brand. And they had organic nail bar. Uh, open for for guests and organic juices also to create yes. a, a connection between the organic colors you can put on your nails and the organic colors you can drink and and bring in many many other activities like uh, uh, facial yoga that doesn't take much space all you have to do is frown and make faces and and use the different muscles uh, of your of your face and also of your eyes to focus and defocus, focus and defocus. Uh, and that helps sometimes people with uh, um, uh, an eyesight that would go down. So it's not just about beauty and massage and facial, it's mainly about lifestyle yeah. and five pillars really that we are yeah. promoting. And that, that was gonna be my next question. There's, I, I've seen that there are these five pillars that are the foundation of the World Wellness Weekend. So um, tell us a little bit more about those five pillars as well. Well, um, some uh, organizations say that there are seven pillars to wellness, nine pillars to wellness, 11 pillars to wellness. <laughs> Maybe we got lazy somewhere and we just <laughs> uh, we just thought five would, would really sum it up. Five like the five fingers. Better sleep. Uh, you don't need to go to a spa or a hotel to do that, but there are many tricks and many tips that can be used to um, facilitate the sleeping process at the end of the day and uh, prevent or avoid waking up in the middle of the night or early uh, wake up, uh, especially with 45%. Of the 25-year-olds up to 50-year-olds who say that they don't sleep enough. Mm -hmm. Sleep deprivation has an impact on mood. It has an impact on the way you process your food, process the sugar, and it can be linked to obesity and in some cases to diabetes. Uh, it's not because you don't sleep enough that you will have diabetes, but it is an, an, an accelerating yes. um, driver um, mm -hmm. to, to get to this condition sometimes. So better sleep is definitely the first one. Better nutrition is the second one. And it's, it's so easier now to go for the easy choices uh, when you go and, and, and go for shopping. Uh, 
you can have whatever uh, processed food with fat and sugar and lots of uh, added colorants uh, at a much cheaper price than organic food or at least fresh food. Um, sometimes it's it's cheaper to get a beer than a, than a quart of milk. So Absolutely. it's uh, and, and sometimes milk is not even good for you. It, it, you should go for, uh, uh, how do you say, vegetal milk, you know, like almond milk or nut milk or things like this. Yeah. So better nutrition, uh, choosing vegetables or fruits, ideally plant-based uh, from the season, making it in a savory, not microwavable. There are so many things we can do to create a feast for the eyes and for the taste buds with just the right quantity. Um, our stomach is as big as a, as, as a little bowl. Fill that bowl in your plate but not do not over, you know, mm-hmm. supersize, supersizing meals is, is not the, the right idea. So lots of things we could do about uh, food and lots of restaurants uh, and, and chefs are preparing a wellness menu for the, for the weekend uh, right. and keeping that wellness menu also for, for uh, you know, um, later events throughout the year. Uh, better sleep, better nutrition, more activity, UK uh, Active and Europe Active are encouraging people to be more active more often. Uh, this is definitely the case for us. And it doesn't have to be athletic sports. It can definitely be movement, pleasurable movement. Um, actually, activity that releases endorphins, serotonin, oxytocin um, in getting the, the, the brain and the body flushed with those uh, pleasure hormones so that you yeah. want to do that again. Yeah. Uh, after more vitality, it is more serenity, finding peace within when everything seems to be topsy-turvy around you uh, with meditation, with mindfulness, with breathing, so many things we can do. And just not by ourselves, but with colleagues at work, uh, on the on the on the go uh, as you travel, or even with your family, because I believe parents have a responsibility to also help their um, uh, relatives and also their family, their kids, to know how to find three treasures within. This was a, a big aha moment for me in my, in my career when I realized that it was not just about a healthy mind in a healthy body. This is what we're taught in Europe. In Asia, they talk about three treasures, Sun Bao, a revitalized body, a clear mind to take the right decisions, whether professionally or personally. And the third treasure is a peaceful heart, finding a way to manage your emotions. So better sleep, better nutrition, more activity, more serenity. And the final one is sense of purpose. You may have the four. But maybe something is missing and sometimes giving back to community, helping people around you, that goes a long way to also help um, create this uh, stability in mind, in heart and in body. Five pillars, really. And do you know what I think? Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head before when you said there are some initiatives out there that that you know kind of go up as high as eleven pillars to wellness. And sometimes it it you know it can become so convoluted that actually for a lot of people it can almost feel unachievable, and therefore it becomes demotivating. So I think actually only having five just straight away is is less overwhelming it suddenly feels more achievable we've got 
two days, you know, a whole weekend to uh, try and achieve these five uh, pillars. So again, makes it feel more achievable. So I, I really like, um, I really like the whole ethos behind that. I think that's fantastic. Thank um, you, Samantha. Well, it, it is true that sometimes people talk about physical wellness, um, emotional wellness, uh, mental wellness, social wellness, uh, spiritual wellness, um, financial wellness, and goes on and on and on. And yes, it can be quite convoluted. And we just wanted with those five fingers, those five pillars, to remind people that Yes, there is something they can do every day because sleep, hopefully we will, and as long as possible, at least seven hours per day. Eat, it's all choices that you make. You can go for that coffee, you can go for that uh, um, uh, sugar bar, you, or you can go for the apple and, and you can go for the tasty things in, in just small quantity. You can take your car and, and park under the, the, the parking uh, or the car park of your of your office, or or you can you can just park a little uh, you know a, a mile away from you from your office, or you you can decide to walk a little bit extra and, and just walk a few blocks before you you, you get to your work because mm -hmm. sitting is the new smoking. Um, now people know smoking is not very healthy, but sitting for long hours on a chair. Uh, maybe we should have this interview standing, you know, yeah, <laughs> as, to, to, to show a better example. And serenity. Uh, a lot of people think of fitness to have um, as, as um, beautiful or handsome or slim a body as possible. But what about the fitness for the mind? What yeah. about the resiliency that we need to move on from one hurdle to another, the self-confidence, sometimes the self-love, the self-respect. Uh, so it's not just about mental health. It's about mental strength now yeah. that, that people are talking. You founded your company Tip Touch 15 years ago. Is there a, a link with World Wellness Weekend and Tip Touch? What, what is Tip Touch and how does that fit in with your alignment with the whole World Wellness Weekend? Throughout the 90s, I thought my life was completely dedicated to the media. I started working in Los Angeles after a Franco-American business school in Paris uh, for four years. I went to Los Angeles and I started working for the Paramount Studios yeah. in Hollywood uh, in script development for Ridley Scott, wow. the movie director. Yeah. And after a year, I realized I was too European or maybe too French to still live in Los Angeles. That I love visiting the city, but uh, living there was not really for me, or at least it wasn't for me at that time. So I got back to France, worked for about 10 years for cable and satellite television uh, for a, a startup in 2000 that was dealing with psychology and well-being. Quite successful just before the internet bubble exploded. Uh, we raised some capital. The website is still alive today. Many websites of the, the year 2000 disappeared. Um, this website is still alive today, psychonet.fr. And with that uh, financial capital raise, I got a, a bonus because I was the marketing and sales director at the time. And I invested everything in a massage institute in 2001. And my parents said, a what? <laughs> a massage institute. Why? Why? Because it's 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 the way forward, because it's it's what the people need, because it's already an industry in the United States and uh, it's it's starting slowly in, in the UK and, and Europe. I believe in 2001, there were about 
30, 50 spas in France, now probably over 3,000. Um, and and it's, it's definitely a huge uh, sector of, of activity, but not just because it, it makes sense business-wise, because people need it. In 2001, I was struck by the cover of a magazine that said in black letters, just the letters you would see on a pack of cigarettes now that says smoking kills, uh, that it, it read, too hard can harm your health. Warning. And that was the time when stress repetitive injury came really into, into uh, the <coughs> forefront. Uh, mental um, uh, mental uh, health also became with depression and some people committing suicide. It was a big, big thing. So I thought, how about um, focusing all my energy and understanding how those hands and not just mine, but the ones of the team that I, that I had at the time for the Massage Institute near the Champs-Élysées <laughs> mm -hmm. can, can make a difference in people's lives. How can you travel with those hands and how can you help? But not just hands and facials and massage, through activity, through yoga, uh, through... Uh, I started yoga when I was 18 and, uh, and martial arts um, also at the time. So energy was something that I had in the back of my mind. Um, this is something I wanted to share. So when I entered the industry, the spa and wellness industry, uh, in 2001, I ran that massage institute for three years. And then after three years, I realized that my, my purpose was really to be on the road, learning, traveling around the world, uh, finding best practices from around the world and sharing them. Like a, a pollinator, helping people to connect with their best self and also with their um, best potential. Um, and that's what I've been doing, training, consulting for hotel groups, uh, cosmetic brands, uh, designing signature massages, signature facials and signature experiences through programs, yeah. not just for good, but also programs also to enhance the quality of life of uh, associates, because you may create the most um, compelling standard operational procedures. You may come up with a a fantastic um, property in an amazing location, millions in the design and architecture, and then uh, create signature massages. However, if the team is not on board fully, wholeheartedly, um, it's, it's, just, uh, it's, it's just a disaster in the making. I've seen that happen. Yeah. So my, my purpose is really to focus on the talent of the team and the storytelling um, instead of just, you know, uh, the, the design and the architecture. I think that's really meaningful. And, um, and I love that it's that story of someone who didn't really enter the industry in a conventional way. What makes the difference between a good spa and a great spa? Connection. Definitely. Connection of the team and the, the owner or the general manager or, the, uh, or the, the director. The connection between the team so that the vision can be implemented. Connection between the associates and the guests so mm. that when they meet each other, it's not just, uh, Samantha, your five, your five o'clock appointment has arrived. Instead of just saying Mr. or Mrs. so-and-so, it's five o'clock appointment. Sometimes it's, it's so back and back that, Samantha, your uh, back, neck and shoulder massage has arrived. Yes. And, and then guests are not just even a name or not just even a time. They're just a body part that is going yeah. to be massaged. Connection is absolutely key. And then connection to the why. 
why are we joining? Why are we dedicating our lives uh, or years of our lives working in a small room, sometimes with no window, uh, sometimes in the in the um, basement of a beautiful hotel that is facing the sea so that people can come and just lie down at the table and say, oh, thank you. But not just the massage table, sometimes the fitness uh, room, sometimes the restaurant. It's all about helping people reconnect with themselves, whether they are working in the spa and wellness uh, sector or industry, or, or visiting connection, and also connection with nature as much as we can, uh, not just forest bathing, but, but reconnecting with the, with the beauty around us, the nature within. Yeah, definitely. Connection. And so would you say that that moment where you decided, um, you know, that you were going to invest in, um, in that, in tip, touch would you say that's been a defining moment of your career absolutely because it's it wasn't an overnight sensation <laughs> from year one uh sometimes people say Jean-Guy congratulations you won many awards uh, innovation awards um especially in 2016 when I won three of them on, on, in a row and then maybe it, it took people uh, you know um, about 10 years to realize that it was an overnight sensation. No, I'd, I'd like to share this this uh, podcast with, with you and, and anyone listening, joining this industry or having been in this industry for, for quite some time. Connect with what you truly want to say, what you really want to contribute. Mm. And it's not just about you. It's about also what you can learn, what you can share so yeah. to help others um, rise. We, I believe, uh, we we lifting others up. So sometimes there's grinding of teeth. Sometimes there's sleepless nights. Uh, sometimes there's not enough work. Sometimes there's too much work. And yeah. it has happened a few too many times. When I told my wife at about ten thirty, when I finally got back home and told her, sorry for missing dinner with the kids. Um, I think I did a terrible mistake. And she said, oh, my God, what have you done? You know, thinking that I had an affair. No, ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I took that extra mission that that, you know, th that one that is the one too much, that one that will uh, force me to wake up at 430 in the morning for the next two or three weeks mm -hmm. to make sure that I can get through it and not just get up at six. Yeah. Um, Sleep is absolutely vital, uh, and maybe for at least three years, I've, I've, I've definitely underlooked that, um, and, and I've, I've overcommitted myself. So, um, but sometimes, you know, sacrifices have to be made, and and delivering. I usually under promise, but over deliver. It's, I'm a uh, big believer in that. Well, you know, it's uh, how can it be otherwise? Well, some I people say, well, you know, d don't don't over deliver to a point where you give too much, but there's sometimes uh, clients think they know what they want and just going the little extra mile or at least to show to their staff that you also can go the extra mile and give them that extra tip, that extra information. Um, it's, it's, it's common sense. It's, uh, it's generosity in the making and, and I believe it comes back. Definitely. Absolutely. It's it's that whole thing of, you know, paying it forward. And, you know, I'm a big believer that what you give out, what you put out there, you get back tenfold, you know, a hundredfold. So yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think, you know, I'm I'm a big believer in 
you know, under promising and over delivering most definitely. Um, what, what would you say are the most common misconceptions of the wellness industry as a whole? Um, you know, and would you say that there are similar misconceptions of the industry globally or have you seen different things on your travels? Um, there are two or three that really come to my mind. Um, the first one is focusing too much on guests and not enough on associates. Yeah. Um, Jocelyna Dubuc, the owner and founder of um, Spa Eastman in Canada, actually in, in Quebec, just um, in the vicinity of Montreal, says, staff is first guests follow. The second one is that our industry, I believe, is too much product-oriented and not enough experience-oriented. Oh. Product is not just product through the cosmetics uh, mm -hmm. and, the, and the cosmetic line, but product through what are we here for? To, to provide and charge for massage and facial treatments. Maybe we focus on the transformational aspect of what we give. So many times spas are focused on, on treatments, massages and facials. And what they do is that they always want new guests because the ones that come to their spa just come for one time or 1.6 time a year, as I've seen in different surveys. Because most uh, people come for with a new gift certificate. They come for a birthday, they come for Christmas, they come for Mother's Day. Um, so they come with that gift certificate and maybe the next time they'll come, it's the following year when they get another gift certificate. We yeah. should um, not just focus on the new people, the newcomers, but try to make them regulars, make them understand that at least every three months, four times a year, as the, the seasons change, they should come also and adjust, adapt for their skin, for their body, um, for their overall well-being. It's interesting. And I, I really get a sense that you're very much about the experience, which I think is hugely important. Well, listen, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know we've been talking for quite a while and I could literally ask you so many more questions. So hopefully maybe one day in the future we can get you back on here again. Um, but I do just have one final question for you. Please do. Um, just as a reminder for uh, everyone who's listening, when is World Wellness Weekend taking place and how can spas and salons and consumers get involved in World Wellness Weekend 2019? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, World Wellness Weekend will be celebrated for the third time uh, just before the uh, autumn equinox, September 21st and 22nd of 2019. Um, properties and venues can participate anywhere uh, around the world, whether uh, organizing at least one activity of 60 minutes free of charge uh, to, towards the guests or towards their staff. Uh, some properties are organizing uh, wellness activities, workshops, uh, back of house. Some other venues are organizing uh, events for their community, as you said, giving back. Uh, it could be to help women in um, in, sh in shelters uh, to give to welcome them into the property or to send someone to them. It could be also with senior homes. Uh, some people are about talking about going to 
um, schools and, and talk with the kids and, and help them also understand how mindfulness can help them cope with stress and especially stress of exams. So there's lots of things that can be done. Lots of information on the World Wellness Weekend website that is in six languages, in English, of course, but also Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, French, and German. Um, there are different video tutorials that people can follow on how to register because registrations are online very easily. It takes less than three minutes to create an account with a, an email, a password. Boom, you're in. A page appears. You um, place the name of your property, a few photos if you want, the website, Facebook page, inter Instagram page, different ways of um, uh, for the public to get in touch with you through telephone, email, book in advance. And it's great for search engine optimization to have a whole page like that. I know there are many events around the world, um, uh, sometimes one day, sometimes one month, like in the U.S. in August with the Wellness Month. Um, and uh, with the World Wellness Weekend, there's there are so many tools that we give. There's um, things that people can download, like uh, a countdown of what to do every month before the event and even after the event, because the idea is not just to offer one activity for free. It can be also to um, organize special offers, bounce back offers, special packages for people to come and especially to come back. That's the idea, creating that connection, especially ongoing connection, because we need as many reminders as possible throughout the year that wellness is important, wellness is vital, and wellness can be fun and transformational. That's our purpose. That's our vision and mission. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Jean-Guy, for joining me, and thank you again for your time. It's been really brilliant to speak to you, very inspirational. Thank you so much for sharing all of your, your wealth of knowledge um, and your experience as well. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Samantha, for having me on your podcast. What a great person Jean-Guy is. Thank you, Jean-Guy, again for taking the time to be with me today. Um, it really means the world to me that there have been such wonderful, kind people, real icons of our industry who've given their time to this small podcast that's still a baby um you know we're only on episode three still in series one it really does mean the world to me i really hope you enjoyed listening to the interview as much as i enjoyed actually interviewing jean Guy. and if you did enjoy it then please do leave us a review please do give us that five star rating please share the love as well more importantly share this podcast with your family your friends your work colleagues and let's really spread the spa talks love let's get it out there so that more people can hear it and I really hope that you join me for the final episode in this series in October, where I will be in conversation with the wonderful and kind and warm Yvonne Ebden of Derby University, where we'll be talking all things education in the wellness industry. So stay tuned, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode, and I'll see you next time. Stay well.